Welcome to the Unsophisticated Palate, a podcast about all things wine, beer, and spirits. Each week, join us on our journey as we drink and delve into different alcohol-related topics. I'm Mark. I'm Andrew. Cheers. Cheers. And drink. Okay, today we're going to talk about cooking with beer. And cooking with beer always makes me think about drinking and cooking. And that, of course, always makes me start thinking about pairings um, and what kind of you know food am I going to pair with my wine, which makes me think about a pairing for the podcast. So if you haven't already checked out Pardon My Fork, I recommend go into your uh, podcast provider, whatever it may be, and uh, give them a listen. Uh, I've been enjoying them lately. And in addition to having some distillers on there, um, if you need a little food to go with your drink, uh, they've also had on the Sandwich World Champion, Seafood World Champion, Dessert World Champion, Bacon World Champion, Barbecue World Champion. Um, they Basically, all sorts of good, fun, delicious topics uh, and really kind of basically just gets me hungry. <laughs> so if you're looking for... Uh, kind of a food pod to pair with your uh, drinking podcast here. I definitely recommend going out and checking them out. Uh, again, that's Pardon My Fork. In the meantime, let's uh, let's get back to cooking with beer. Uh, beer. How beer is, is good. It? It's delicious. Did you Have you had that one before? I have not had this one before, actually. Okay. Uh, but I've heard a lot about it. It's 805, I uh-huh. think, from down in San Luis Obispo. Okay. Um, I believe it's there nearby that area anyway. And I'll be honest, audience, I'm not drinking. I'm having uh, some Riesling because that's what I like. And here we say every time, all the time, drink what you like. Mm. Um, Don't feel obligated or forced to drink anything else. I am drinking beer because I do enjoy beer, and we are talking about beer today. Um, You are drinking Riesling because you like Riesling, Mm -hmm. and you can, you know what? You can drink Riesling and still talk about beer. I can. Yes. Because I love eating things that are made with beer. Oh, yes. (laughs) And that's what we're talking about today is cooking with beer. So, we talked about cooking with wine. We kind of had to take it to the next step and say, well, what about cooking with beer? Because it's different. Yeah. I, I, I'll start by saying in some of the research that just to bring up, it does mention like cooking with wine. Don't use a beer that you don't like, because if you use it to cook with, you're not you may not like what you make. That being said, I don't love drinking beer, but I like the flavor of beer in substances that aren't beer. For me, it's the maltiness and it makes me feel um, a little nauseous. Like I want to, it's that in, I don't know how to say it other than it's bubbly and it makes me feel like I want to, I'm nauseous or something. So, but that being said, I wouldn't know what beer not to cook with because I just don't love drinking beer. So it'd be hard for me to, I'd have to kind of go off of someone's recommendation. Yeah. Yeah. Because, and that is, Spot on. I mean, you if you don't like the beer, you're probably not going to like it in the food, right? Yeah. Um, but if you don't drink much beer, then how do you know you're going to like it? Well, and, and actually, it does say you usually want to start off with, or it recommends with, with light beers, mm-hmm. um, lighter yeah. beers, um, ales, okay. uh, specifically Pilsners. Um, I mean, you know, grab one of your macro breweries, your Budweiser, your Coors, your Miller, you know, whatever that that's out there that it's little weaker in flavor, shall we say, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, and, and, and kind of start there if you, if you have no idea. Um, and I think, or I guess that's probably the only way is experiment. Yeah. Right? What is your favorite beer, Mark? 
You know, I am still finding out, mm. uh, to be honest. I don't have a, a go-to beer. Beer okay. is relatively new for me. Um, I mean, I've only honestly really started drinking beer probably within the last six months to a year. I mean, being that you're 22 years old, I get that. Yeah, I mean, th- you thank you. Thank you for noticing that, I, that I'm 22 <laughs> and definitely not significantly older. So let me ask you, uh, have you actually done your own experimenting with cooking with beer? I have not. Um, and I think it's because, you know, you, again, you want to drink with something you like. And I was never, I never really liked the taste of beer. Mm-hmm. Again, the last six months to a year, something changed. I, I just kind of, I think I just like so many things. You just had that. It's that, turning 22. It's turning 22. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> or it's having that magic beer, right? Mm-hmm. Where you taste this one and you're like, okay. Oh, this is good. Where everything else you taste, like, oh, man. and it's like, and so, so I'm still honestly on a journey. I found I do like stouts, porters, um, lagers are really good. I'm, I've really enjoyed craft beers. Mm. I've had a hard time getting, I, I guess, as most people, they come into some of those macro brews mm. and, and they, they get used to those because you drink them in college or whatever. Um, and then they move into the craft beers. I'm kind of, I jumped right into the craft beers and I'm really enjoying that. So I, I, I don't know. There's so many good ones. So in my experience, which is going to sound very personal, and I'm going to just jump into this, so don't get scared, Mark. I'm a little afraid. But in my dating years of being with different guys, I actually think making out with someone that's been drinking beer, for me, is better than making out with someone that had maybe really hard alcohol or a really, really strong wine. I don't know why, but for some reason, the beer doesn't bother me. Is I I sorry I went kind of there. No, but I have heard from several <laughs> ladies that they enjoy kissing a guy who's had, who's had beer. Okay, so I'm not crazy. No, okay. and okay. and you know it 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 made me feel bad because I didn't drink beer, uh-huh. so I was always kind of like, should I be drinking beer? So yeah. that I liked her one, and there yeah. was I had a, there was a girlfriend I had at one point in time, and and she distinctly said that, and I didn't drink beer. And and I almost I wanted to drink beer, yeah, because I wanted her to like the taste. I don't. It, that's weird. But anyway, <laughs> as a gay man and making out with guys that do drink beer in my twenties, I will say there's just something. It's different. Like a hard alcohol, ooh, you can get some really like, and it just bothers you. But beer. So maybe the secret to finding the beer you like mm. is you just need to kiss oh, enough man. people who have we'll partaken. Have to, we'll have to see if the boyfriend's okay. With yeah, that might be an issue. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't even think about that earlier. We were talking about this cooking with beer because I just didn't think it's it's kind of the effect like we were talking about with wine is it's it it it's aromatic. Mm-hmm. It, it infuses your food. It it changes the kind of it can change the texture. It can change like we were mentioning, and we'll get to this. But if you bake with beer, if you so it's just that chemical reaction, and this is probably the only thing I'll stop, and I won't get too much more. Personal. Wait, are we getting back to the kisses with the chemical reactions? <laughs> so, I think that certain people's natural smells and pheromones mm-hmm. work better with beer, and I've enjoyed. So now we're pairing beer with pheromones. <laughs> well, I'm very personal, but I have to admit, like when I think of the smell of beer, it kind of makes reminds me of some good, some really. You guys that I'm making, maybe we're just hugging. Mm-hmm. Maybe we meet out. That's all. <laughs> no, no, nobody knows nothing. Nobody Nobody's knows. saying that anything. Okay. All right. 
we'll leave that alone then. And and we'll move into cooking, but like real cooking. Yes. Not like your kind of chemistry cooking. I'm cooking. Oh, you are cooking. I'm cooking. But <laughs> I love it. You know, the guidance is we talked about cooking with wine in another podcast together. And the biggest thing I think is don't replace wine with beer. It's not a one for one. You can't make the same recipe and throw in beer instead of wine. It's going to come out different. It's going to taste different. It's it's just a don't. Yeah. And, and I think there may be some where you could do that, but as a whole, yes, distinctly different flavors. I mean, you've got beer, which is your hops and your, mm-hmm. your malts and your, um, your bitterness. And then maybe you can even add in some, fruits or whatever mm-hmm. and get that flavors and that's gonna be distinctly different from your wine which is made with grapes mm-hmm. um and 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 it, again just very different flavors so if, depending on what you're going for in the food mm-hmm. you're right it's it's not a oh i'm out of wine let me just pour in a little bit of beer just for sharing so hops are going to make your beer bitter and if you have a bitter beer you want to balance that with a sweeter food that makes so, sense yeah and then the malt can bring out the sweetness in your food you're yeah, the so malt is a sweeter tips. part, and it, it it balances that bitter. Yeah, so so if it is bitter, um, it, so if you put in too much beer, or you use a bitter, you're using a bitter beer. Mm-hmm. That is, I, I did hear you can use like honey, mm-hmm. um, you can use oils, cheeses, uh, lemon juice, you vinegar, mustard, and oh, oh, mustard, which you love. Yeah, totally. You put a little extra mustard on these. But the other one you mentioned was cheeses. Woo. Beer and cheese is a thing. Beer and cheese. Oh, you know, I, I think last time we talked about like fondues where they, mm-hmm. they put in a little bit of wine, but you put oh. a little beer in that or, or I've had like um, chip dips. Yes. Like, and you, you oh, beer spread, cheese, cheese, oh. beer, beer, cheese. There's some good old recipes <laughs> out there, but man. Oh, man. Okay, we should have eaten first. I know, I know. Now I'm getting now. hungry. Now I want like a pretzel and I want to dip it into beer cheese. I am, yes. Okay, <laughs> let's hit pause. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're back now. Yeah, <laughs> if only, kidding. I wish. <laughs> um, but then you did mention, you know, like an IPA is bitter and it's not recommended for cooking. Yeah, because it's very bitter. Um, and and the thing is with, with beers, as it, it cooks, it's, again, you're going to get that bitter flavor. So IPA is already very bitter to begin mm. with. Um, so unless you want a really bitter food, um, avoid the IPAs. And you were saying that the alcohol by volume being higher is going to be bitter. So that makes the beer bitter, which makes your food bitter. Yeah, the higher the alcohol. So if you're looking at, oh, I've got a, um, I don't know, a, a 9 or, or 15. I don't know, 15 may be very high for a beer. What's but, up? you know, <laughs> 9%, whatever, alcohol by volume, AB, ABV, um, then that is generally going to be a more bitter beer so either don't use it or use less of it mm. is, is kind of the idea and maybe that's the thing if you really enter ipas and you love your ipas and you want to cook with ipas use a splash where you might have used more and then you can still get it without killing it with bitterness and audience i come to you a little unprepared but my one of my favorite beer food items is a beer bread i, mm. I need to get in touch with my family and ask what that recipe was but my God, if you have some good butter on a freshly baked piece of beer bread, there is just something going on with that mixture that gets me every time. Oh, I agree. I, I love a good beer bread. Oh. And yeah, you, you slather with butter. and oh. But it's not like you don't talk about beer bread. Like, it's not something that you go to the store and, like, is on the shelf. Yeah. That I've seen. No, I haven't either. And that's, a, I wonder why. I wonder why there's yeah. not more. Because most of the. keep or. Yeah, most of the beer bread that I've heard of is homemade. Homemade. Yeah. Well, and, and the, the yeast in the beer is supposed to be what 
what helps, right? Yeah. So for like baking, a lighter, a puffier kind of a con, you know, context or whatever you want to call it, or kind of the, the way that it comes together is having that yeast. It helps with the baking process. Um, and then the stronger the flavor, the longer it cooks. So I wonder, you know, def- depending if you're making a marinade with beer versus letting it sit on the meat for a few days, or you just add a little beer and bake it within 20 minutes. I wonder if how much, like, if you let the beer sit, the yeast is going to activate, but you don't necessarily want it to overdo your dough. So you can't let it sit and, and kind of get stronger flavored. But maybe that's the right balance. And maybe that's why, for me, I would need to experiment. I, I would not, I would follow a recipe. Um, I think one of my favorite ones I heard about, we were talking about this, is there's drunk chicken mm-hmm. and there's beer can chicken. Which but, is the same, I think. The same. But we both agree they involve putting a can up a chicken's rear. Yes, it does. <laughs> a dead, dead chicken. A dead chicken. <laughs> yes, yes. Please yes. emphasize that. Yes. And I don't know the vegan version. I don't know what you can do. Beer turkey burkey. I don't know what they <laughs> call it. Um, but it sounds like a pretty simple recipe. A can of beer. Like, that's what it is. You're adding a can of beer to to your normal way you would cook a chicken. Sticking it up Sticking its behind. It behind and, and then uh, go. And it, just, it, just, it activates. It activates that beer. No, I'm kidding. Yeah. No, I, but I've had it, and it is really, really good. It's usually moist. Very moist. Agreed. And then when it's drunk, I want to know, like, what does that mean? Why, why is it drunk versus just beer can? I guess it's just what you I call think it's it. just the terms. It may be like soda and pop and... Coke or whatever, depending on cola, you know, all the different versions. So maybe a regional thing, I would guess. I was wondering, yeah, maybe the name is, is or maybe a, based on where we it's shouldn't from. be using drunken chicken because it's trademarked somewhere and we just got ourselves That's true. sued. That's true. Well, thanks, Paula <laughs> Dean. Credit for you. That is your recipe, drunk chicken. That's what I looked at. So all the credit goes to Paula Dean. Yes. No proceeds shall come to us. Except for all the other people yes. who've trademarked <laughs> it. <laughs> anyway, well, we were referencing maybe. the Food Network's Drunken Chicken by Paula Dean. But either way, uh, and, and the thing is, I mean, I've noticed this. I mean, I love, you know, and, and we'll get into more cooking, which right now we're just talking about foods, making me hungry. Mm. Um, and I think you said this when we were when we were talking about doing this podcast. You said this conversation has calories. Yes, this conversation is caloric. <laughs> maybe this, maybe we should have started this with a warning. Ah. <laughs> this, this podcast will Put contain calories. Put a bag calories. of pretzels and a beer in your hand. <laughs> yes, it contains calories. So, But anyway, I, people love, 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 just like I love to eat recipes, which I can, they love to cook. So, I mean, go online and I you can find thousands yeah. of recipes for just about everything. Um, so if you don't, if, if that maybe that's a good place to start too. Yeah. It's like... And actually, now that I'm thinking about this, like, if you've had things that taste good, mm. right? So, like, like one of the things I love is beer-battered anything. Oh. Like, beer-battered fish and chips, beer-battered... Onion rings. Onion rings. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> wow. Anyway, um, I'm just hungry. So, with this, what I'm thinking is, if you can find out, or that beer uh, bread recipe mm-hmm. that you have, mm-hmm. what beer is in that? I, I don't know. That's what I'm wondering, and we'll find out. And and the same thing, maybe next time you have those beer-battered onion rings, oh. or you have that drunk chicken, yeah. If find out what beer was used, mm-hmm. and maybe that, okay, that's a beer that I like to cook with. Now, is it appropriate to drink beer while you're cooking with beer? I think it's mandatory. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> but that being said, if we didn't emphasize this earlier, you want to have a cold beer to drink, but you don't want to use cold beer when you're actually drinking 
It's, it's considered a don't. When you're actually cooking. When you're actually cooking, rather. Oh, <laughs> We've been drinking. We've been drinking. <laughs> and we're but yeah, you don't want to cook with a cold beer. Yes. And, and if I understand correctly, that's because it, it's going to compromise the other ingredients in the dish, potentially. And in the case of baking, yeast needs warmth to grow and, and do its thing. Yes. Leavening. Ooh, fancy. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, and so... Um, that's, uh, you know, it, it's not going to let the yeast do its thing. So that's kind of important um, to talk about. And I think another good thing is is use it sparingly mm. because it's going to cook down. Um, and that again, that bitterness is really going to come out. A lot of that other stuff is going to come out. And so what ends up happening is um, you put in a lot and it doesn't taste like a lot. But as the water cooks out and you, you condense the mm. flavor then it's going to get really strong and really bitter and you could ruin your meal by doing that. I've been inspired. I just had a moment where, Mark, I don't know if anybody else will feel this way. I want to figure out a steel-cut oatmeal beer recipe. I don't know why. But I think I you may be like, on your own with that. That's I, a, it sounds good to me in a weird way. You think way. so? There's okay. just something about there's an oatiness to beer. Well, they, they have oat beers. Oh, maybe that's what I'm... No, no, I'm thinking they have oat beer, so I would imagine. Now, would that be your breakfast, though? I don't know. I So I grew up, we call it porridge. We don't call it oatmeal. But just it's just something about, like, that you can add maple syrup or nuts to oatmeal, you know, yeah. eating it. And there's just something about the nuttiness or kind of the warmth of the beer flavors that I think could really be good. Okay. Or maybe I'm on my own, and I'll make oatmeal cookies with beer instead. You know what? <laughs> and as I say, my experience with oatmeal has been... Eating it growing up, like mm. you said, for breakfast, um, and then cookies, and then usually maybe in pies or, or wow. crumbles, mm. stuff like that. So I have a hard time associating that directly with a beer. Now I want apple pie with beer. <laughs> I want... Everything is triggering in my head now. Oh, oh we're, we're going to keep talking because there's, there's <laughs> other stuff here. So uh, we probably also should have given a warning on this podcast. If you're hungry, <laughs> eat first. Eat first. <laughs> I will say... Just to remember, when you're starting with something new, like cooking with beer, I have to quote the infamous, the wonderful, Julia Child. Is she That's, coming to visit us she, again? Yes, Julia's on her way. Oh, I hear at the door. <laughs> Julia, what was that? Oh, the only real stumbling block was the fear of failure. In cooking, you've got to have a what-the-hell kind of attitude. For everyone that can't understand Julia, I'm yes. going to repeat what she just said. The only real stumbling block is fear or failure. In cooking, you've got to have a what the hell kind of attitude. Julia Child. She's a rebel. Man, that Julia. She lives on. She lives on. Bye, Julia. Bye. Thank Just see you later. <laughs> God, that was quick. I you know, I'm so glad that her ghost feels feels warmed and welcomed to the unsophisticated palate. That, right? That makes me happy. Well, because she likes what we're doing here, I think. And, Cooking. And... <laughs> she just popped her head back in there. <laughs> oh, well, that was she's down the hall. Oh, okay. Bye, Julia. <laughs> but um, anyway, but that's true. You need that experimental. You need that. You need to just kind of jump in there and and and, and try the different things. So and you will fail. But oh, you will also succeed. That is profound. Yes, <laughs> I like that. You have to fail sometimes to be able to succeed. Yes. So okay. But yeah, I, I mean, so for me, I guess I, I just don't drink beer, so I just don't have the confidence. So kind of knowing that 
maybe that would be the way I could consume beer and be part of that culture mm-hmm. is to try cooking with it. Yes, I agree. And, 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 or again, finding the things that you like mm-hmm. um, and then using those to cook with the beers that you like. So, uh, and, and, but that said, so, Oh, actually, I have some. Oh, here's some things. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. I guess she's back. <laughs> See, now you, you've infected she's me. She's coming to Mark's brain now. <laughs> she, she's, uh, she's possessing us here. Actually, I just saw this, and this might be very helpful. So fried foods, they would recommend a lager mm-hmm. or a light, um, a kind of a light, airier beer. Mm-hmm. Um, so, again, that's that your, your beer-battered everything. Um, do not use a stout. Um, for that, and actually also recommended against using stouts for breads and things. And the reason why is because they have that dark color, mm. and it makes everything turn that ugly grayish or whatever. Mm. So, yeah, you go going to eat, and it's this ugly gray mm. bread or this. Well, actually, bread may not be as bad because bread can be other colors, although if it's an ugly gray. Yeah, yeah. no. And you don't want to, like, your fish and chips or your onion rings, and they're all, like, gray. Kind of, yeah. Gray in food, except for Beauty and the Beast. Try the gray stuff. It's delicious. Other than that, I just don't want gray food. Yeah. You know what? I hadn't thought about that line. And and I don't know any gray food that's delicious. I'm thinking right now, and unless you've got a real cool cake that's iced with a really, you know, delicate gray icing or something, I don't. I just can't. I can't. And gray stuff does gray not. Stuff. <laughs> okay. The gray stuff. It's delicious. Mm, no. 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 Okay. They but, might have tried a stout. So to remember <laughs> not to not to cook with stout beer, you can kiss the stud but pass on the stout. That was earlier me oh. wanting to be able to make out with the guys that have had stout beer. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Okay, so um soups and stews uh would be an ale or a stout. Mm. You can use your stouts there, chilies. That would work. Um Baking, there are light lagers. Um, ooh, dark stouts for chocolate cakes. Oh, yeah, I'm down with that. Yeah, I could totally get down with that. Marinades and sauces. Oh, what um, does it say for a marinade? Uh, light for light. Oh, it's like uh, it's it's like wine. Okay. A light beer for a lighter meat, a dark oh. beer for a darker meat. So okay. maybe your stouts would go with your steaks. Your yeah. your ales would go with your fish. Um and things that direction. Oh, like lager, seafood. <laughs> See if I just read a little bit more. Oh, here we go. Stout for barbecue. Sauces even then? Yes. Uh, oh, yes. Like a ribs. good barbecue sauce or a marinade mm, beforehand. Yes. That sounds good. Agreed. Agreed. So that's all there. Uh, so what, uh, you know, you saw some beer ice cream. Yeah, I'm not down for the beer ice cream. I. But you know what? That being said, I have been to the Gilroy Garlic Festival and I tasted garlic ice cream. And I didn't like it. So I understand they had to try it with beer. <laughs> I could see some guys or fans of beer, rather, not just guys, people, rather. Yes. I could see why. Because there's this notion of beer cold, like on a hot summer day, or you're mowing the lawn. But I could see this. I could see why an ice cream could be refreshing. Just mm-hmm. not for me. Yep. I get that. I get it. I'm picking up what you're putting down yeah. there. I, I, I've had the garlic ice cream, and it's not bad, <laughs> but I'm not uh, rushing out for some beer ice cream. Although, I, I'm thinking about that, though. If you had a good fruity beer, mm. um, and it, and it, it's just mellow, it, it might, it, it could work. Or, or, oh, no. Well, maybe, actually. I think I have seen this. Or a beer float, like a root beer float. Oh, a beer float. okay. It might be along those lines. I, I don't know. I, I'm 
Maybe I'm stretching here. Well, I'll just mention not cooking, but using beer. There's uh, evidence to be said from men's health that you can clear up brown spots on your lawn. So when you're having your ice cold beer, waiting for your drunken chicken to be ready, <laughs> throw some beer on your lawn. It might just clear up those brown spots. Okay. <laughs> Noted. <laughs> the things that you find along the way. And then also um, steaming clams or mussels. Ooh. It says you could use them. Uh, yes. I yeah, had I, that. That is, is good. Is it good? Okay. Because oh, yes. I've never, I'm, I don't get to eat seafood, but. Yeah. Well, again, I think you use that lighter beer and I've had it in, in um, pastas too, as, as kind mm. of the sauce. So like, so like a white wine okay. sauce, like you would do for, for that, you use a lighter beer and that gives it a lighter flavor. So it's going to come out, come out really like all good and yumminess. And there's some uh, good cooking with beer tips for today. I think, uh, do you have anything else to add? No. Okay. Um, well, then I think we're gonna we're gonna kind of call it a wrap and uh, go out and, uh, and and cook with beer. It's delicious. For a summary of what we've talked about, ideas for future topics, questions, input on what we've discussed, go to the website. There's a contact page: uh, www.theunsophisticatedpalate.com. Uh, subscribe, rate us, all the other fun stuff. And until next time, drink responsibly. Cheers, Cheers Mark. <laughs>